Welcome to another Hometime Show podcast. Uh, we cover a, a varying ground over the next few hours. We promise you're going to love it. Uh, one thing in particular, you're going to hear a story from Richie about uh, eating lunch round at his house, <laughs> and then he does something that horrifies his wife, Natalie. You're going to oh. find out about that in a second. One thing I just wanted to ask you about, Richie, I saw a photo of you recently enjoying uh, the lovely lovely people at Fuller's sent us a little um, roast dinner that you can do at home each. Yes. And you cooked yours, and it was lovely, wasn't it? Wasn't it a beautiful thing? It was, yes. Uh, but you were all eating it on your lap because you're having building work done at the moment. Mm. And I thought, as I saw you all eating on your lap on, on the photograph on Instagram, I thought, I've got to ask him about this. Have you guys invested in those trays with pillows on the back of them so you can you know, properly have your tea on your lap in style whilst the building work's being done? Uh Yes, but not quite. Uh, I have got one of those. Uh, it's an IKEA special. Uh, it yeah. is a tray that you can have on your lap, but it's got fold-out legs, uh, so Ooh. it'll go, go over your lap. So uh, it's good for it's good for eating in bed, but you can also have it on your lap on the sofa. And also, right now, if you've got a toddler uh, who has currently no dining room table to have any form of high chair at, uh, then you can sit him on the floor and then put uh, the tray that I've just mentioned with your extendable flappy legs. Uh, legs over his legs uh, so that is the oh. setup wow so is that the same little mini tray that you had the microphone and computer on when you were working from home <laughs> yes. a couple of weeks ago it is the very same tray it's been possibly the best purchase from ikea ever here's the show Right, Bush, I'm after your support on this one. Uh, this is what happened at lunchtime today where Natalie turns to me and goes, oh, I'm absolutely appalled by your behaviour. Appalled is such an emotive word. But I, I, yeah, here we are, like a year on, all of us, whether it's partners or flatmates, you know, we're, we're all just at home and little, th- little things are really niggling. I was having lunch, right? And uh-huh. uh, it, it, here's the detail. It was a lovely bit of um, uh, mashed potato and uh, some, some pulled pork with like a little chilli sauce. It was a Tesco Lovely. ready meal and it was absolutely beautiful. Finish the plate, right? And at the end of it, there's a lot of sauce left on the plate, which is really, really uh-huh. tasty. And I'm there with my knife and fork to get that sauce off the plate. That's useless. So I, I put oh. the knife and fork. Yeah, OK. Now you, I can hear how you're reacting. This is not yeah. going my way. I put the plate to my face and I licked it bone dry. To which... It's you animal. <laughs> I wanted your support. I thought you'd be on my side. It's making the washing up easier. Oh, well, what did Natalie say? I just want to know Natalie's initial reaction sat opposite on you, you on the couch whilst this was going on. Well, I, I looked across at her and her jaw had dropped as if she was in a cartoon. And she, she just said to me, I am appalled at seeing what you are doing right now. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, that's the behaviour of like a King Charles Cavalier <laughs> Spaniel. Do you know what I mean? The weird thing is, right, there's, there's weird like eating laws about uh, you're not even supposed to like, lick your knife. Do you know what I mean? Let alone the flipping plate. I would, uh, if it's if it's just sort of like a knife that you're eating a meal with, not a sharp one. I would, I would absolutely, I'd absolutely <laughs> nick lick that as well. <laughs> so there that, you go. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Do you know what? There's so many people who do the same thing as you, Richie. It's coming in on text. Fellow plate lickers, I'm going to call them. I'm going to get you lots and badges. <laughs> and maybe you do need to be on some form of like a list. Badges and bibs. 
badges and bibs for the plate lickers. Um, we'll come back to them in a minute. I, I just want to throw my hat in the ring with this one. My other half, Katie, right? If we sit down to have our tea, like, we'll, you know, we'll make it together and everything and sit down together. She'll always make herself an orange squash, but she very rarely, if ever, makes me an orange squash. So I've got to get up and go into the kitchen and make my own. And sometimes, or most of the time, really, I'm appalled. <laughs> I would I would be with you on that. I'd say that is appalling behaviour. Uh, Joe yeah. says her husband does not have ketchup on a bacon butty. That, she says, is appalling her. Tell me, please, get back in touch and say, he, at least he, he must have some form of condiment on there. You can't have a bacon butty with, with nothing on it. It's got to be brown sauce. It's got to be mayo or something, because oh. otherwise that, that is a dry it's, butty. It's appalling. Listen to this. Lisa says, I've given up chocolate for Lent, but my husband sat and ate a hot chocolate fudge cake <laughs> meant for six people in front of me. <laughs> Uh, the other night, my level of appalled nearly reached divorce level. <laughs> that is appalling. Can't believe appalling. this from Lou. In the week leading up to Mother's Day, I'm appalled by my mum. She puts microwave meals in the oven. Why? All that wasted time. Do you know what, though? I- I'm kind of with that. I- sometimes, if I've got the time, I'll always stick it in the oven. I feel like it's a purer way to cook. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Mary Perry. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, right, uh, Lee, tell us about the appalling behaviour in your ho- uh, household. What's going on? Oh, my God. It's his, it's his boxer shorts. Um, and you know what? He's, it, it isn't just a boxer shorts. He does it with shoes as well. Like, I've thrown pairs of his shoes away. Like, he needs he needs a mother figure. I feel like Wendy in Peter Pan. Like, that's... that's the end of the- <laughs> tell us about this person. Who is this person? This guy. Um, I don't know if you've seen the picture on Twitter, but his underpants are on Twitter, and you tell me if you can see anything wrong with them. <laughs> right, OK, we're going to search this out. Yeah, but Bush asks a good question. Who, who is this fella? He's uh, my best mate and flatmate. I don't want it out in my national radio because I think he'd be livid with me. Um, I don't know if it's the funny side. Wow. Uh, but it, it, rhymes, it rhymes with pictured. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bush, have you seen these these pants? I've got them up on my screen right now. They're, they're, I mean, it's like the cheering shroud. I haven't got them. I can't see them. Oh, well, I'll describe them to you. Um, the waistband has come apart from the actual body of the pant, um, and it looks like there's e- equally a hole in the gusset. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Both of the leg parts have come away as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And your flatmate's still wearing these? Yeah. Incredible. Uh, and you have to live with this. That's uh, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. Darren's on the line. Someone does something that annoys you? Ah, the wife, she wakes up at stupid, stupid o'clock every night. Um, not only does she wake me then, but she goes to the toilet and never flushes. And I, oh, I'm disgusting. Hate it. Hate the thought of it. So you, you are essentially appalled. Maybe she's not trying not to flush uh, so she doesn't I, wake you up. Well, she's already waking me up because she throws the covers everywhere, so I'm awake anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she'd keep it clean so I could use it after her. I, I feel like both of us are actually trying to defend your wife here, Darren. I mean, she can't oh, help waking no. up and <laughs> may well be trying not to wake you by flushing. Uh, am I going to have to concede? We're just trying to mend the relationship. Well, We're just trying to mend the relationship on this show. <laughs> I, I, I really can't forgive her because I, it's not the waking up bit, it's, the, it's what's left after it. Right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. Stephanie, in yours, who is it? It's my partner, Rico, and he goes to the fridge when he wants a snack and um, he takes out a bell pepper and snacks on it and the noise... Oh, my God, it's horrendous. And the smell, and he's so smug 
because I'm there probably eating a cookie or something, and he's acting all healthy. <laughs> wow. So his name's Rico. Is that his name, this yes, fella? Yes, it is. Rico, yeah. I mean, amazing. The, the way he eats and the way his name sounds, he sounds like a deputy chief of police in Dukes of Hazard or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, his full name's Enrico. He's Italian, so I don't know if it's an Italian thing or what, but... <laughs> I've holidayed in Italy and, uh, you know, they're famous for their pizza and their pasta and, you know, I've, I've got Italian family. I've never seen people picking up bell peppers and eating them apple-like. I mean, surely in the middle you've got all those seeds that come out. Yeah, I just I can't know, imagine it. I know. He really enjoys it. <laughs> You could just pick up an apple, but no, it's got to be a bell pepper. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd have to say personally, with the crunch and the moisture and the seeds that are involved, I also am imp- appalled by his behaviour, Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So I got bitten on the back of the neck a few months ago by a mysterious flying bug thing on Leon C seafront, okay? Uh, And and I'll never forget it. I was eating a sausage baguette on the seafront, got bitten on the back of the neck, hit the deck. It was like Neymar, bang, straight down. You know the way when dad's over the top, fall down. It was like that. I absolutely stacked it. I ended up with this great big itchy lump on the back of my neck for about two or three days. And it was, I don't know what bit me, but it really, really hurt and came up proper smart for a bit. Then it went away again. And this is about three or four months ago. Now, as of the past 24 hours, that same bump has come back on the back of my neck, bitten all over again. And I've got two questions I want to ask you, Richie, and the entire Home Time audience this evening. Go on. First question, am I a host for eggs? Right? <laughs> I've got eggs in there. Would they take like four months to incubate? Am I a host for eggs? That's yeah. question one. Question number two, has anyone listening right now got any other weird, grim insect bite stories? Because I've got a feeling there could be some beauties out there. Oh, man, it's, I, I haven't quite moved on from the thought you've just implanted of you being a host for eggs. That is so grim if, like... Uh, so you're in, you're in, your initial little pimple is the bite, and then what you've had come back right now is, is like, mosquito babies. That's just horrible if that is the case. Oh, imagine that. But imagine if they flew off, though. They came out, and again, I don't know, I don't know the biology of this, but imagine if they did kind of hatch and then flew off... <laughs> I'd be, I'd be fair, I'd be, you know, all right, fair enough. You go, go your separate way. You know, we've, I've carried you around for a few months. It's yeah. been, it's been a hell of a ride. But you know, you go on, you just don't come back. And I feel like I can move on. But it, the lump's still on the back of my head at the moment, so I don't, I don't know what's going on with it. Do you know what I mean? I am no insect, insect expert on this one, so uh, we're going to have to uh, take from the home time audience on this one. I did get bitten by uh, a, a bunch of wasps when I disturbed one of their nests playing pitch and putt <laughs> on the Isle of Wight as a, as a young teenager. That's about as worse as it's got for me. Well, listen, Bex has just tweeted saying, centipede bit her leg, they are creatures from hell. I just want to put a warning right at the top of the hour here. If anyone does any stung by a wasp or whatever, the jar of honey joke, we're beyond that now, okay? We don't need any further malaise during the lockdown. But after your insect bite stories, Chris says, prick it with a pin. That's not very helpful, Chris. Thank you very much. I don't think you're medically trained. Uh, Billy says, uh, he got ringworm on the bum from taking photos of ducklings. Oh, my goodness me. I wasn't expecting that. Right, thank you very much. Tracy asks, is the bug okay? Hey, whoa, 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 what about me? What about me? All right? Bradley in Dumfries has intel for you. Says, sounds like a Clegg bite. I was down by the river taking photos. Felt a sting, looked down. It was a huge fly with a stinger right in my hand. 
I googled images of Cleggs. I was even more traumatised. This was July 2020 and I still have wee bumps on my hand from it, says Bradley. Uh, cue the audience googling uh, Clegg bites. Something I'm not going to do. What is a Clegg? I've never heard of a Clegg before in my entire life. I think a Clegg is your technical name for your horsefly. Oh, yeah, they're nasty so-and-sos, aren't they, horseflies? Angry for no reason. Good to hang yeah. out with the horses. No one's, like, in, ruining their day, are they? Do you know what I mean? Why are they so angry? Look, we've got Mandy on the line. Mandy, uh, what have you got for us? Well, you're going to have to beat this one, Bush. Um, years ago, it was my brother's 11th birthday, so I was about 10. We were walking through Whitsnade uh, Zoo. Two wasps fell down my back, my T-shirt, stuck together... So they were making love. They both stung me. They both stung me about four or five times all the way down my back, like did, 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 <laughs> fell out of my top. And I was screaming in agony and ah, my arms flailing all about the place. I looked down and they were still on top of each other making love as if nothing had happened. <laughs> oh, God. Why um, uh. I mean, Mandy, if, if, if. If if any of us got interrupted in the in the midst of that and had the ability to sting the interruptee, I think it would be fair enough. <laughs> well, indeed, I know in some cases that the female of the species tends to eat her other half, but this was taking it to a whole new level. <laughs> okay, Mandy, we're going to stop you there, but uh, have yourself a brilliant Wednesday evening. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, but it, it was like as you were, Mister Wasp. You know, and ever since then, I've had a massive fear of wasps, obviously. But uh, fair enough. <laughs> All right, cheers, guys. Bye, Mandy. Take care, Mandy. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, you've got a run-in for us, I believe, with a jellyfish. Um, I got stung on the forehead um, in Mallorca, swimming in the sea, well, 2013. And, uh, yeah, it keeps reappearing every now and again, the sting. Really? Wow, that's yeah. that's crazy. Just like, you know, you can have a couple of months and then, what, it reappears for what, for how long? Uh, just about a day, just a little bit across my forehead. Does it come out when you get angry or something like that, like a bit of a superpower, maybe? No, sometimes when I'm in the shower, maybe, or most of the time when I'm in the shower. Jonathan, I reckon, I reckon there's there's almost sort of superhero vibes about about yeah. you here. You could be Jellyfish Man. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Imagine that. If you were Jellyfish Man, what would happen is your superpower is that you end up just rolling around in the wash on a beach for a bit, and people step over you <laughs> when you're on holiday. <laughs> Sound good? Yeah, it'd be nice to go on holiday. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so, look, you get to choose the music, but you do not get to choose when it is that you start eating Easter eggs. And that's why uh, last night on the show, uh, Richie and I launched the Hometime Easter Egg Incident Desk, or HIDE. It's a task force that uh, Absolute Radio are putting a lot of money behind. We're out on the streets trying to work out what's going on. It's an app name because it's come to our attention that people have been sneakily eating Easter eggs ahead of Easter. Do you fall into that category? Maybe you need to uh, get in touch with the show and tell us what's been going on, and maybe there might be a bit of, bit of clemency down the line for you. Matt Lambert says on Twitter, five or six over the last couple of weeks, he's sent in a photo of a stack of Easter eggs he's got on the what appears to be the bottom of his stairs, but he's claiming that there's 75p in Tesco, and he picks a couple up each time he's in there. He's out wow. of control. Well, in fairness to Matt, at least he's put himself forward um, uh, uh, and been honest yeah. about it. We were flooded with reports yesterday, and uh, there's a lot of follow-up calls that have had to be made uh, today. Johnny, you've been reported as someone who's gone in early. Oh, I did a little bit, yes. Uh, it's, it's not someone I'm very proud of, if I'm honest. <laughs> just going back okay. there, just a bit... Uh, 
they, 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 they sort of, uh, uh, yeah, once you've had one, you need two, don't you? Okay, and just, you know, obviously this is part of our incident desk here at Home Time Show HQ. Uh, can you please tell us what kind of uh, chocolate you've been consuming on the sly ahead of Easter? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cream eggs, I'm afraid. This is, a, Bush, this is an interesting one, isn't it? Because your cream egg, they don't have them out 12 months of the year, but certainly in, like, selection boxes and all that kind of stuff, you, you can get sort of, like, cream egg stuff. Do we rule as strongly on cream eggs early ahead of Easter as we do the whole bang shooting match egg? Uh, that's a very good point. I mean, you can get them like way, way, way before Easter. Maybe we should uh, offer a, like a tax break to people who've been sneakily eating Easter um, uh, cream eggs and, and maybe show some clemency towards them. What do you think? I, I think I think in this case, Johnny, the question is how many of these cream eggs have you eaten? Well, the problem is a lot of these supermarkets are offering deals on them, aren't they? Like three for pound fifty and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, and, and once you've had one, it's very difficult to keep one to one side without sort of eating it. I must admit, I did eat five in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute animal. You animal. <laughs> I'm proud of you, though, mate. Well, I am proud I had, of you. I had, I, had been up, I had been up since four o'clock that morning, so I've got a little bit of... Uh, uh, a little bit of poetic licence, I think, with that. I think we're going to let this case go, Johnny, but just watch yourself. <laughs> You're very kind. Thank you. Cheers, fella. An interesting point made here on Textbush uh, says Cadbury's mini eggs are like mince pies. You eat them in the run-up to the main event. Now, it's another one. We talked about cream eggs about five minutes ago. Mini eggs, uh, another ruling there. They are so small, and if you if you apply the mince pie rule to them, it's an interesting point. It just, you're just opening ourselves up to people trying to wangle out of getting uh, caught for this. Do you know what I mean? Like Suddenly they're going to try and claim or argue that a big Easter egg is actually a mini egg, a special edition. True. You know, and it's just it's a loophole, isn't it? Uh, Lisa says, my daughter went to the supermarket last night. I was in bed watching a film. She came back with mini eggs, mini Easter eggs, uh, only 75p uh, uh, each, which is what the guy earlier on was saying. Uh, me and my husband ate the lot. And we're also guilty of eating the kids' selection boxes at Christmas too. <laughs> Callum, you're another. What's been going on? So I went to Asda the other day and mm-hmm. bought an Easter egg for myself. And me and my partner were on a diet because we're getting married this summer. Right. So I kept it a secret. <laughs> and then I ate it. And then I went to throw it in the bin. But I left it on the table. <sighs> oh, no. Callum, oh, dear. And then my partner, Alex, was like, why is there an Easter egg on the table? So, <laughs> In terms of eating the Easter egg, did, did you go and sit in the car and eat it? How did you eat it sneakily? What did you do? Well, I'm a, a student teacher, so I've been working from home, and she's been going to work. So I've had all day to eat it. <laughs> had all day to eat it. And all day to put yeah. it in the bin, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just forgot. I left it on the table. I don't think we need to be too harsh on Callum here, Bush, because I can just tell by the sound of his... I think he's learnt his lesson. He's let, he's let us down, he's let Alex down, he's let his kids down on on the school and the class, do you know what I mean? I think everyone's a bit yeah. disappointed in him. I think he's learnt. Yeah. I'd like to say that, but if there's an Easter egg coming my way, then I'm going to eat it. Here's a development. Derek's in rugby. He says Tesco is selling Cadbury's cream egg ice creams. I've done four boxes. No. He's out of control. Stig's just tweeted us saying, check out the price on these. He says, click the photo. It's 99p. I've eaten four packs already. It's in my local farm foods. Uh, Sam is another cream egg culprit. How many have you done, Sam? Um, 
Yeah, 4.8 a day. Uh, I think I'm responsible for more than uh, um, half of that, but uh, I don't think it's um, such a bad thing. They're, they're, they're being sold, aren't they? So just, just give us the numbers here then. Uh, what did you buy, how many, from where, and how long did it last? Well, we bought 48 from Costco. Um, there's only two of us in the house, and uh, they lasted exactly 10 days. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was sort of became a bit of a habit. Now that's making more sense to me, because when you said 4.8 a day, I'm like, who's eating 0.8 of an egg? I mean, it's all going in for me. <laughs> uh, dear, yes. Um, uh, we, uh, um, we, we know that we've got an exercise schedule coming up in the next few weeks <laughs> in order to uh, offset some of this. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we appreciate you uh, take to, you know being honest and, and coming down to the station and making a statement. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. All Good right. luck with your reversing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Just going back to your chat at the beginning of this episode of the Home Time Podcast, I can't imagine eating off my knee without any form of tray. Surely there are no people who do that. Do you know what? I only have a magazine. I don't have a tray. You're I just kidding use any me. <laughs> Honest to God. You're yeah. kidding me. No, I, I, I would never, ever have hot plate on top of knees on jeans. It's just a, awful. A magazine does it? not wrong. have the required rigidity to have a plate on. I know, I mean, I, I miss the fact that I can't have my drink within the tray area of on top of my knee. I do miss that. But magazine, magazine works for me, or even a tea towel sometimes. Just a, a point of order here. It's a December birthday for you, isn't it? Yeah, it right. is. Okay, cool. I'm sorted. <laughs>